Oh yeah, baby. It's Monday and we're back. It's back to a cover. Let's go. What's happening, people? It's Monday. July 15th, 2019. It's Micah. It's Brad. What's good? What's good? You know. What a great weekend it was. Excellent energy for a Monday. Feels good to be back. Coming to you late in the afternoon Monday, changing things up a little bit. Do you know why? Tell me. Because almost nothing happened last weekend. Okay, I thought that might be the case. In the case. world of sports. There's a, there's a few things to talk about, just not a lot of exciting ones. But uh, we're, we're going to do this pod and you're going to enjoy it. We'll replace content with um, whatever, how Micah speaks and tones and inflections. Oh, yeah. Hey, the most exciting thing that's happening. In in the MWBK universe, let's go. Is the premiere of the Buttercut, Brad? What an intro! Well, we're not doing the Buttercut right now, just to be clear. No, I'm. But we're I'm telling with people you. about it. The Buttercut, the the Open. I like the how you British Open, there. whatever you want to call it, is this weekend golf's final major. Brad, tell the people about what's happening with the Buttercut. The fear in your eyes when you thought I was about to do a full Buttercut, but Buttercut episode. I look like Garza. Quite scared. Uh, yeah, we're launching. It's official. We're moving from Backdoor Cover Podcast into our own feed. Uh, finally. It's been a long time coming. We've been speaking about it for a long while. We, uh, we are launching it this evening. We're waiting on approvals. It'll probably be available starting tomorrow, Tuesday, July. Which is when you're probably listening to yeah, this. Yeah, which anyway. is when you're probably listening to this. Uh, what is that? July 16th. So, yeah, man, if you guys could search us out, uh, subscribe. Rate, review, send to your friends. We'd appreciate you. That's right. And then, if you've uh, listened to our podcast, you know what the Buttercut is. It's our golf segment yeah. starring Brad and Peter, the Irish guy. And uh, they're going to be doing their own podcast full-time. Well, not full-time. Just each week, they're going to be bringing you golf only on the Buttercut. You could say it's full-time. Yeah. That's so safe. Garza can now listen to this podcast. He won't get mad anymore because this podcast will be mostly golf-free because all the golf talk will go to the Buttercut Peter the Irish guy, former professional golfer, Brad, professional muni player, and uh and serious uh serious golf gambler guy. That's pretty good. Yeah. We're working on DraftKings. It. It's guy. coming together. Anyway, if you want to hear about the open this weekend, and you do, so you Wednesday subscribe that's right. to the Buttercut. And we'll be wherever you listen to podcasts. I noticed it's already live on Spotify. It should be live on iTunes in the next day or so. So probably by the time you listen to this Tuesday, it'll be it'll be available. If you listen on Google Podcasts, which I've yet to meet anyone who does, it's it's live there as well. That's so. right. And then Wednesday morning, we're dropping our Open Championship preview. Uh, on Mondays, we'll just do um, tournament recaps. So yeah, we'll be doing two episodes a week. Please uh, subscribe, send your friends, engage. Let's go. There you go. The butter cut. Okay, that concludes that promo portion. And another promo portion. Mind of Micah. Something you're real passionate about. Yeah. Mm. Mind of Micah. Hey, we released a new podcast today, uh, which we've never done before. I think we just called it The News with Whitey. Our Great title. Coach Bobby, Micah and Coach Bobby talk the news. I don't even know what it's called, but it's sort of like Read of the Week, but we just talked about three or four news stories instead of just one. Get a little bonus. The real charm is that the, the title includes the guy's name's Whitey that you're speaking with about news. Which would indicate he's probably not that educated. Well, which makes it charming. Cute. True. Should we had good. a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, also, if you missed America's number one Jersey Shore podcast, huge mistake. Jersey Day 
starring me and Brad. That was released last Friday, Jersey. Uh, if you watch the season premiere of Jersey Shore, God help you. But you can listen to it on Jersey. It's it's a great conversation. Also, 365 Things Austin. Right now, if you live on the east side or you're interested in happy hours on the east side, we have a special one-off edition, The Best Happy Hours on the in East Austin, starring Brad's fiance, Aaron Wesley. Queen of happy hour. God, the MWBK universe has come alive. And, of course, backdoor cover. We will be back later this week with Titan High. I should play their music. Oh, yeah, Titan High coming later this week. And, of course, the Buttercup. So there you go. All right, let's get right to it. Uh, I saw this week that of the top 50 sporting events uh, on TV ratings for the last year, okay. the NFL took up 10 of them and took up all 10. So 10 games. The top 10, yes. The top 50 sporting events of the last year for TV, all of the top 10 were NFL games. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start right there. You know we're only 52 games, 52 days till kickoff of the regular season? Is that right? Feel the excitement. If the countdown's on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it means preseason's like three weeks away, which means like hard knocks is here, gambling. It's all coming together. It means friends. we can actually have an NFL podcast segment starting in like yeah, we're three not weeks. Just, uh, that's what the real celebration not is. Not just talking about. That we can about, actually speak that's about right. things. Things that are actually happening in football. People get hurt. You know, it's going to be awesome. Uh, 52 days till kickoff. Hey, last week we talked about Hugh Jackson and how he wants another uh, head coaching job. Right. And I said that was unlikely. And actually less likely than Masai Ujiri taking our offer to uh, rename MWBK Ujiri Media and let him run it. That's right. I found something today I think might even be more preposterous. Are you ready for this? Let's hear. Moving to the NBA, Dwight Howard told the LA Times that he's not against making a return to Los Angeles this season, either for the Lakers or Clippers. Okay. Howard, who was traded from the Wizards to the Grizzlies earlier this offseason, is set to be on his eighth team in the last nine seasons. Dwight Howard is not playing for the Lakers or Clippers next year. There is there is less there is a greater chance Hugh Jackson will be on the sideline in an NFL team as a head coach than Dwight Howard ending up on the Lakers or Clippers. Let me ask you, did he recover from his injury? That was like his butt. It was his ass. Yeah. But was it for, maybe it's like from grinding at the club, or it's from like dancing too hard? Whatever it was, it's part of his lifestyle. It was a literal pain in the ass, which is what what Dwight Howard is and what he has become. And then there was also these weird. We really need to have my man from Black Sports Online on, uh, because he broke down how there was a a transsexual person who claimed that this person had had a, a long affair with Dwight Howard. Right. And then these rumors came out, and then Dwight Howard just disappeared and didn't play all last season. Dwight Howard's not, LeBron is not pulling up with Dwight Howard on the Lakers. The Lakers are not having him back. It's not like After he bolted on him the first time. And I can guarantee you, Kawhi Leonard wants nothing to do with that big, goofy bitch. I don't think they'd let him on the team if he played for free. Of course not. Of course not. Maybe. I mean, I'd like to play for the two teams that are more most likely to win the NBA championship next year. LA might have to consider it if and he I have, to play for free. I have less baggage than Dwight Howard. Uh, less game, too, but... Your ass has been hurt less times. Yeah. Unbelievable. There is talk that he's going to be cut uh, before the season starts so that he could uh, make his way to play for another team. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so funny. Howard says he's open to either a second run with the Lakers or giving it a go with the Clippers. Yeah, fucking right. I mean, all I know is that he really needs to get a ring. That would really help his legacy. And uh, this article was written by Arash Markazi, uh, who was formerly of ESPN, formerly of Sports Illustrated, now with the LA Times. One of the people I've never 
one of the least talented people in all of journalism. Really? Yeah. What do you hate about him? I just Hot every, take. everything about him makes okay. me angry. He's he's like an entertainment reporter. He he's trash. What did he come from TMZ or something? No, no, no. He's been with Sports Illustrated and ESPN. Like he's got real bona fides, but he is uh he's like this big fat dude. Mm-hmm. And he's the one who filmed uh, Kate Upton doing the cat daddy that one time. Yeah. And went viral. And like he just he's never written like a hard story about he's never actually covers anything. He just talks about celebrities in sports. This is a real curve. His I... corner pisses me off. I don't know. I mean, I and he he's always I I had to unfollow him on Instagram. We got in a, a few Twitter uh, Twitter uh, beefs over the years. Yeah. But uh you're defending Paris Hilton or something? No, he he picked the Lakers to win the championship uh, the year they had Dwight Howard actually and I called him out for being a a, a dumb cuck. And uh, I believe the Spurs took the championship, so kiss my ass. Mm-hmm. A rash. It's literally his name is a rash. I've never heard you go at the media before. It's, it's a new leaf for you. Well, I like Bruce Arthur. We got in a little Twitter beef, but we we like him. Arash Markazi can kiss it. Yeah, thank you. It, it is ironic a guy named Arash would be talking to Dwight Howard, who has who's a literal pain in the ass. It's a whole other story, though. Let's let's move on. The 76ers have agreed to a five-year max deal with Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. This according to Simmons agent Rich Paul, confirming to ESPN. Not a surprise, but... That's the move. That's He's a problem. How do you mean? Uh, to guard. Okay. Um, I wasn't sure if you meant a problem to and guard he's also, or a problem There's also a lot of talk or... that he is kind of a problem for them because he can't shoot. Like, how far... It's sort of the Russell Westbrook thing. Like, how far can your team go if your best player is Ben Simmons? But at the same time, if you have him and you've tanked for years to get him, and now you've got this guy and he's unbelievable in some ways, even though he's uh, deficient in others, like you sign him. You have to sign him. They have no choice. Yeah, I mean, he was absolutely useless with a ball-dominant guy like Jimmy Butler just bringing the ball up. Like if he's not bringing the ball up or running in transition, there's nothing he can do. So, yeah, it was a tough end of the year for him last year. I bet you he's putting all of his still resources he into could, shooting. He get shooting. Yeah, he's got a time. I think he's going to come he back. He was dating one of the Gonzalez twins at one point. I don't know if he still is, but. Who are they? You know, if you don't know, you'll, you'll just never know, my friend. And he was dating Kylie or one of the Jenners. Well, that's a mistake. But she disappeared, but I wonder if she'll be back in the picture now. Watch out for that Kardashian curse. Oh, stay as far away as possible. Uh, Anthony Davis, there's news on him. He is opting to focus next season with the Lakers and has decided not to participate in the upcoming USA Basketball Training Camp and FIBA World Cup. Hmm. That's according to ESPN for whatever that's worth, which I guess is a guy who's allegedly coming off injuries, even though he just sort of quit on his team. We won't get into that. I'm really looking forward to rooting against the Lakers actively next season. You are? Oh, yeah. See, I'm kind of root for the Lakers. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to be, like, where's your hat? Where's your, your rooting interest going to be vested? Well, the San Antonio Spurs. I mean, obviously, but where else? Uh, against the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. They're going to be the team that I'm going to love to hate next year. Gotcha. Uh, in news that unfortunately doesn't involve the Lakers, the Cavaliers will waive J.R. Smith today. This is according to ESPN as well. And this is before his contract for next season becomes guaranteed, so he'll be a free agent. Although I've read today that it is unlikely that he will go to the Lakers, which I would have enjoyed because I like watching J.R. Smith do his crazy shit. I mean, the the way that they ended that Cavs season when LeBron left to go to L.A., he was like the scapegoat for just about everything that happened right at the end of that that series with Golden State. Uh, 
I think LeBron maybe maybe isn't vouching for him this year. Yeah, I think that ship is sealed. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to talk tennis, Brad? Sure. Did you watch Wimbledon? No, you didn't. Guess who did? You. I did. You did. Many not. people did. I did. I watched all of the third, fourth, and fifth sets. So tennis does not fall in the same category as soccer for you. Oh, soccer's trash. Soccer's a terrible game. Would you root for an American tennis player? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Okay. We just don't exist. Okay. So if uh, there was like erotic involved, you'd yeah, be all about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm all about America there. Just anywhere but soccer. Okay. We could talk women's soccer if you want. Go ahead. The, the, uh, the stage is yours, sir. I got in a big feud on my group chat today. Ooh, a, a women's soccer group chat feud? Yeah. Whom with? Oh, no. Did you open got, up group chat and find out you got flayed? I just got summoned to jury jury duty. Oh no! Ooh, bad news. Almost as bad as as your women's soccer take. Uh, no, women's soccer. Okay, here's the thing. Megan Rapino. Mm-hmm. You familiar with her? The purple hair lady. She's the purple hair lady. She's, She's a the badass. big star. She's the best player. She yes. won the the thing. Yas. She has uh, gone on a lot of talk shows, mm-hmm. and uh, she was on Meet the Press this week. Okay, and uh, they. She compared herself to Muhammad. They asked her if she felt like Muhammad Ali, and she compared herself to Muhammad Ali. And which way? is fucking outrageous. Like, because she's a political activist, or what? Yeah. Okay. Like she had Trump, Trump takes sort of. She I just said, that. "I'm not going to the fucking White House," which, of course, she isn't. She's like, it would be almost less popular if you said you would go at this point if you're an athlete. How many athletes right. have said yes? We are going. No, very few. Not publicly. Very few. And then uh, she was on Jimmy Kimmel the other night with, uh, what's the the cute chick? Uh, that does what? The the other soccer player, Alex Morgan, oh. who's uh, been in Sports Illustrated a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, very attractive. They were on Jimmy Kimmel, and Jimmy Kimmel said, since you're not going to the White House, we've brought the White House to you. Are you ready? And they pulled back a curtain, and they had 5,000 chicken McNuggets like on a table. Okay. And uh, with fake Secret Service guys. It was a very funny bit. And uh, Megan Rapino and and uh, Alex Morgan didn't like, get up and go eat one or anything. It was just, it was a real wasted opportunity. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they're very, pu- they're very polished. Yeah. As uh, media people or as personalities, but my bigger beef with them is like this. Let's talk. Let's, let's get to the equal pay thing. You want to talk equal pay, Brad? This, the stage is yours. Like I said, this is the big issue. Okay. They're demanding equal pay. The women's team. They okay. want equal pay. What's the when they won the World Cup, and women's? When they won the World Cup, they were chanting, the, the fans were chanting equal pay, equal pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. They don't probably have, have earned more money than the men's team this year, wouldn't you think? No, the problem is the money that is given to the players from FIBA, the, the governing mm-hmm. body mm-hmm. that runs the World Cup, mm-hmm. is like 30 times more for men. Because the TV deal for men worldwide is like thirty times bigger. Yeah, yeah. So the women actually get like a higher percentage of the TV deal than the men do, but there's just a much bigger pie for the men based on the viewership that they generate. That's right. Okay. So then, technically, they are being equal paid. Is that what your statement is? And what I've read, and this may be wrong. I hope somebody gets at me on the hotline eight hundred three nine two six three four four eight hundred three nine two six three four four. What I've read is that these women are also. The top-paid women on the team are mm-hmm. making almost as much as the top-paid men in their pay from the United States soccer people. The people that actually pay our players okay. pay the women close to equally. Mm-hmm. 
but the money, the big money, the big difference between our men who suck and right. and didn't make the tournament the last summer and just fucking trash is international money. And and the women who dominate is mm-hmm. the international money is just much bigger for the men than the women. Okay. And so everyone stands up and demands equal pay. It's just preposterous. Like unless you're gonna go to every TV network in the world and demand that they pay more for women, it, it's just it's and then, like, a lot of people are mad at American soccer. Trust me, I'm mad at American Soccer Federation all the time. I hate soccer. I hope I hate soccer in America. I want it to die. I wish it, uh, I'm, it's just absolute garbage, and I'm glad that it's garbage. But You're they're garbage. not the people to be mad at. The people to be mad at is FIBA. And this is another reason to hate soccer. It's the same reason I can't watch the Olympics, because the governing bodies that run these major sports are so incredibly corrupt mm-hmm. and such trash. That like you should take it up with FIBA, but FIBA doesn't have to answer to anybody because they have tons of millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars because they host a tournament. So get mad at at Sepp Blatter or whoever's running that trash organization. FIBA is to blame, not the American t- Soccer Association, not U.S. You know whatever. There's no one to blame but FIBA. And when you go on when you go on Jimmy Kimmel and complain about it, it doesn't do anything. You got to march your ass to Switzerland and go demand there wherever FIBA is from. Okay, I think I'm done. You have any questions? I mean, no. Did I dig a, a grave with the feminists around here? I don't think you really covered anything of of substance. I think you just hot air ballooned all the way around in like three circles around the room, and now you're you're back to where you started. You don't like soccer, and you're anti-American, and you suck, and you're a cuck. Yeah, I also don't think the women should make any money playing soccer because no one really cares. Whoa. Here's the other problem. Okay, Megan Rapino. this is not a person anyone had heard of three weeks ago. And you can lie and say that she was on the last World Cup team and, and she was a star. I don't remember her. Do you remember her? Well, do you, no. Do you, okay. That's not fair, though. Okay, anyways, My point ahead. is, you, you're like an Olympic athlete, basically. Okay. You, you, and I know there's the Olympics, too, for soccer, whatever. You're popular for like three weeks mm-hmm. every four years. Right. So instead of bitching and moaning about how you didn't make enough money and how you're standing up and you're basically Muhammad Ali... Like maybe you should go out there and like look, look, uh, be attractive, uh, not just in the way you look, but the way you present yourself, okay. and go get some sponsors, sell some fit tea on Instagram, get your likes up. Like take that opportunity to build your brand in a way that will pay for the rest of your life, instead of just bitching about how you didn't make enough money. Are you I sure? just I'm offended by this from a business perspective as as an entrepreneur. Right. How poorly these women operate. Get your ass on the uh, get your face. On the Wheaties box, like Bruce Jenner used to, okay, and and make yourself known to the American public as a as a desirable pitch person, as someone that that people like, that pe- that corporations will pay you money to do things, or you could just bitch about how you didn't make enough money, and in three weeks we'll forget about you, and that's pretty much it. I got a question for you: Are you certain that the only political stance that she's talking about when re- like referring to herself as the Muhammad Ali? is just about equal it's, pay yeah, and not right. about the, the lesbian gay community. It's not in that. She, she took a knee. She was the first non, non-football oh, she's a, player to take a knee. She's a Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, she was the, the first soccer. first athlete after Colin Kaepernick to take a knee. In the real football, Oh, hey. apparently. Yeah. Um, but I this is... Now, I'm just over it, okay? I'm over it. You were always over it. You had no patience starting from day one. But, Mike, I got something to tell you. USA, USA. Guess what we are? World champions. 
Beach. No, you're World Cup champions. You're not World Champ. World Cup? That's I'm the World Cup champion. That's right. I just I, I've had enough. I've had enough. I like she certainly has the right to do anything she wants. I'm I have the right to criticize her. Hey, Mikey, you know how I it's... don't criticize her for choosing the things. It's not in her. It's like everyone else who's complaining about equal pay. She she actually you know stands up and believes in things and has, has been talking about things for a long time. Look at you, you. So I should backtrack a little bit. I love how you've talked yourself back down. It's the other girls on the team that that uh, that I, I I don't know their names, so I don't I don't care. Alex <laughs> oh, Morgan boy. can Alex Morgan has been in the the public consciousness for many years because she's attractive and not afraid to to you know be attractive in public mm-hmm. congratulations to her mm-hmm. and she can sell products to more than half the country which is not something megan rapino can do right now is that it is that your that's the i know most people are gonna say you people ever gonna say, hear oh she's so you know it takes bravery to stand up for something you believe in and you know what that's true you know what even takes more bravery it, you can't like micah look you know it takes more bravery what to use the only three weeks of a four-year period where you are popular to speak your beliefs. Yeah, but I just don't believe that she's actually done anything that's going to change anything. I don't think she's strategic enough fair. in what she's doing. That's not fair. So actually, really, my, now we're getting into a big issue here. It's also my issue with Colin Kaepernick. This is my issue. Are you issue. ready for my Kaepernick takes? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Colin Kaepernick took a knee okay. to, to um, you know... To stand up for injustice. That's sort of what he said. That's a good... But Colin Kaepernick didn't do any any interviews. He didn't sit down on, on ESPN and explain exactly what injustices he did. Mm-hmm. He didn't show up on the evening news and do a long interview. And he didn't tell, uh, you know... He didn't he didn't sit down with Joe Rogan and explain everything. Like, he, he didn't take the opportunity to actually explain what he believed in and why he was doing this to a mainstream audience. And so his voice was minimized. And then when he did speak, it was because he would do stupid shit like wear uh, a Fidel Castro T-shirt in Miami after a game and then, then uh, you know, give a terrible explanation as to why he did that. So, there. So now you're going into PR? Is that what the gist of this is? You're a PR professional? I feel like I'm going to get a lot of blowback for this. <laughs> Look at you. Mike is really regretful. I'm not scared. Mike is, Mike is old and full of regret right now. And it's not really to criticize anyone. It's just I, I wish people would do better. At the end of the day, you know what this is? It's what the problem is when the NBA ends and the NFL hasn't started yet and we talk about some dumb shit like this for 30 minutes. We've been talking about this stuff in the NFL for a long time. Yeah, but we didn't. We gave women's soccer a real but like, go if you there. just uh, Yeah. Shouts to Megan Rapino. So back to tennis. I like Sue Bird, her wife. She's a basketball player. Yeah, you have mad respect for the WNBA. Don't all his you? life, yeah. I'm That's all right. On the I forgot d- about the W. I forgot about how uh, unbalanced your appreciation of women's basketball is compared to other things. I just hate soccer. I just hate soccer. Do you? Are you fighting for women's NBA, WNBA? No, they don't pay? deserve to get equal pay either. Okay, because they don't generate revenue. Mm-hmm. Here's the here's here's what this boils down to. Okay, okay, these women. The, the women's soccer team, they deserve to be treated well. No one is is treating them like scum or ignoring them. Like, they're living the dream. They're doing these parades. They're on all the shows. They're getting all the respect. And they deserve the respect. They're world champs, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're probably exposing a sport that I don't like to a wider audience. And there's probably young girls that are going to be grow up playing sports, which is probably a good thing for society. Certainly. And all these things. And they, they can be treated as heroes. 
What they can't be is treated financially as equal of people that bring in more money financially. That's it. And ex- and demanding the same financial things as someone when you, if you want to be judged by by your clout or uh, by your voice or whatever, people mm-hmm. listen to you and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And you deserve you deserve that shine. You're getting the attention. And you deserve a lot more attention because I don't know the name of any uh, men's players. Jose Aldador, is that guy still on the team? I don't know. He stinks, I think. So, like, they have an opportunity here. But that tournament does not generate as much revenue. So, if you want, so find a way to generate more revenue. Mm-hmm. And this is my issue with the WNBA. Uh, it's not an issue. It's just the people that say we, we deserve equal pay. You don't deserve equal pay. You don't play 82 games. You don't pay. You don't play forty eight minutes a game. You don't have a playoff system that runs for two months that gets unbelievable ratings and that advertisers sell against. You can be measured in any other way you want, uh, equal to the men. There, these women are equally professional. Perhaps some of them, you know, the majority of WNBA players, they they practice okay. their craft. Okay, okay, you don't need to keep on going. We got what you're saying here, and they, I respect them. You've been treading water for about ten minutes, and I've been letting you, but. I'm gonna cut, I'm just gonna let you stop now. It's okay, buddy. They deserve your respect. They don't reserve. They don't deserve equal dollars. Okay. Okay. That's that's the whole thing. Hey, got I got a suggestion. What? Let's talk about tennis. Okay. Are you back? Yeah. Let me take. a Can breath. you breathe? Mike has got sweat on his upper lip. This has been a tough, tough segment. Look at that dramatic pause. Okay. Let's get back to tennis. Yes. Novak Djokovic. Ooh, God, you came in hot. Is Let's Novak, go. I mean, is Novak going to have to Djokovic? Uh, defeated Roger Federer 7-6-1-6-7-6-4-6-13-12 at Wimbledon to win the championship. It's his 16th Grand Slam. Uh, Federer has 20. Uh, he becomes the first man since 2004 to win a Grand Slam final after being down match point. How many did you say Djokovic has? 16. Damn. Yeah. If, if Federer would have won, and he was very close to doing it, I'll talk a, a little bit more about it, he would have had 21, and Djokovic would have been stuck on 15. Six seems unsurmountable. Now it's only four. It's a big difference. But this was an unbelievable tennis. I don't watch much tennis. Nobody watches much tennis. But this is what you want. You want one versus two at Wimbledon, the best tennis tournament of the year. It's beautiful. You've got Royals there. It's dope. It's just awesome. I'm I'm all into it. Breakfast at Wimbledon. I woke up. I watched this whole thing. It took forever. I watched the third, fourth, and fifth sets anyway. It it's a classy event, man. It is. And as I mentioned, this thing was so even, so back and forth. Federer dominated the second set. Uh, Djokovic won three sets, all three in tiebreakers. Hmm. Uh, so he really showed up when it when it mattered. But it's kind of it's defeating. The crowd was strongly rooting for Federer. He's thirty seven. Right. He I would was have been, about to bring this up. He would have been the oldest guy ever to want to win a slam. I swear he's been 40 for like six years. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't been around so a long time. So he's 37. Time. Djokovic is 32. Yeah. Um, but as I mentioned, the first man since 2004 to win a Grand Slam after facing match point, and the first man to do it in Wimbledon in 71 years, and he actually had a double match point. Um, I'll, you get the sense uh, that the match would have become the first Wimbledon match uh, to ever become uh, set by a tiebreaker. You get that? You get, uh, Let me walk you through this okay. a little bit. Okay. Djokovic wins the first set 7-6 via tiebreaker. Federer dominates the second set 6-1. Six, six, just killed him. Okay. Third set, 
Federer had a chance, had several set points in to win the third set, but lost that one 7-6. Djokovic just pulled out brass balls. Every time he was up against the just... So if it was close, Djokovic pulled out. Yeah, and then he won the tiebreaker. Uh, Federer wins the fourth set 4-6. And then the third set, it was tied at 12. Wimbledon has a new tiebreaker. It's the first time this has ever happened. Okay. Um, this is the first year of the new tiebreaker. Gotcha. It used to be at Wimbledon. You had to win two consecutive games. You had to win by two games to win the, the fifth set. Okay. To win them to match. So it, they've had game. They've had. I think they've had matches go like 20-20, 25-25, whatever it is. I don't know what the record was. Right. But um, so these guys couldn't break each other. And so you get to like 6-6, six, six, and you get the feeling they were like, at 12-12, we go to a tiebreaker. This is the first, the entire Wimbledon happened. There hadn't been a single match that went to a tiebreaker before this until we get to the final. Uh-huh. So I'll read from a piece that I saw here. You got the sense, uh, this is from Sports Illustrated, that the match would become the first Wimbledon match to ever be decided by a final set tiebreaker until Federer broke at 8-7 and served for the match. So he, he broke... Uh, Nadal or Nadal Djokovic and went up eight, seven. And so now he's got service. So if he wins this service game, he's going to win. He had back-to-back service winners to build a 40, 15 lead in that game. So Djokovic is down a double match point, but that's when Djokovic passed the ultimate gut check, hitting a terrific return to erase the first match point and then summoning a clutch forehand passing shot in route to a break back. And then he won that set uh, and then held on to tie at 12 and then won the tiebreaker at 13. It was fitting uh, that a match of this significance between players of this quality would be the first ever to see a fifth set tiebreaker at Wimbledon. The final lasted four hours and 57 minutes and was also the longest in tournament history uh, since 1877. They've been Oof. playing Wimbledon. Crazy, huh? Five hours of tennis, and these dudes were going at each other. It was played at a master class. It was really fun to watch. I'm not going to lie. I struggle mightily to understand what the majority of these terms mean. I think you would have enjoyed this. I, I think I would too. And I think I, I could have figured it yeah. out watching it, but like listening to you read it, it's damn near Chinese. Well, it was very tense and uh, it was enjoyable. Hey, did you see the video of Woody Harrelson very yes. intoxicated getting barred from coming in and, and like almost falling backwards down Wait, his what? steps? No. Yeah, like he's like walking up the tunnel and like he's trying to walk in during the middle of a match and the guy who's guarding is like, no. And Woody Harrelson's like, what the fuck? And you can see him just kind of like his head's like bubbling around. You didn't well, see he, this? He went, no, I, he went viral for another thing because like there was like a long match, like a long point that went back and forth. Yeah. And they just cut to Harrelson and he just looked like he was in another planet. Oh, there's another one where he, he had gone to get a drink and when he was coming back up from the stands to get back into his seat, the guy wouldn't let him in until after the, the match had ended. And Harrelson like gave him this look like, are you fucking serious? And then he kind of took a step back and he just had his little head bobbling back there and he was kind of taking big Jumbo-esque sips. It was great. It was good content. Harrelson's the best, man. Well, shouts to Woody. Do you, Woody? Yeah. Hey, uh, college football starts in 50 days. Ooh. It's going to be here before you know it. Yeah? Is that it? And, uh... College football media days are kicking off this week. I think the SEC started today. Mm-hmm. That's always exciting. 
unfortunately, the SEC doesn't have Spurrier anymore. They just take shots at, at Tennessee and do the things he used to do. But yeah, um, you know, he is the champion of the Ameri- the Alliance of American Football. So nobody can ever take that away from him. Sort of, even though they didn't actually name a champion. But his team was in first place when the league shut down. They had it. They had it in the bag. Hey, let's uh, let's go to the hotline. 800-392-6344. 800-392-6344. Call in. Leave us a hot take or a lukewarm take, whatever. Call us in. Uh, you know, Take a shot at another caller. Do whatever you want. Or call 800-392-6344 and leave a question for Micah's mailbag. From mine to Micah. It's returning this week, Brad. Mm-hmm. I have an amazing question. You do. That we're going to talk about later this week. All right, here we go. One call this week, 800-392-6344. Oh, no, we can't hear this, can we? Oh, I'm muted. Let's try this again. 800-392-6344. All right, one more time. Here we go. Now we're playing. Yo, what up, Brad and Micah? Fucking love the pod. You guys are killing it. Always firing out reactions the day after, even sooner. Big news in the NBA. Uh, me and my boys were doing an exercise yesterday with the NBA. I thought it would be pretty cool to get you guys a take on it. So the Western Conference is pretty loaded this year in the NBA, obviously. And I was just wondering your guys' predictions, given that probably the Suns and the Grizzlies are the two for sure that aren't going to be in the playoffs in the West. Who are the other five teams that missed the playoffs? All right, thanks. Keep doing what you're doing. Are you ready? Yeah. That was a good call. That was a wonderful call. Uh, I've, I mean, we got the Kings. We got Oklahoma City. We got... Who else you got? You got anybody you like? OKC's a good one. Yeah. Um, the Pelicans? Yes. We need one more. Timberwolves? They're in the West? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. They're in the West. Yeah, they'll miss. They always miss. Mavericks. See, I think the Mavericks might make Mavericks a big jump, like a, man. I mean, the Spurs could fall out. No. I would never bet against the Spurs to make the playoffs. They've done it like 24 consecutive years or something. But, well, that's not true. They've done it like 20 years in a row. But this could be the year. Um, You know, the, the teams that made the playoffs last year, Warriors, Nuggets, Blazers, Rockets, Jazz, Thunder, Spurs, Clippers. I'd say the Thunder are much more likely to fall out to miss. Yes, and the Lakers are more likely to make it. I mean, Sacramento is the one bubble team that I think has a chance to make it still. Yeah, because they've really made improvement. They made strides for who, sure. Who are you? Who are you taking out then? Is it the Spurs or the? It's not the Jazz. It's not the Rockets. Hell no. It's the Blazers. No, no way. It's not the Nuggets or Warriors. No, and it's sure as hell ain't the Clippers. Yeah. So you got to take out the Spurs if it's going to be anybody. And you got the, and you have the Mavericks. We're saying there, so I think the Spurs finish better than the Mavericks. I think the Mavericks are maybe two years out. I think that uh, what's Big Goofy from Latvia named the seven footer that that got slapped around in that club? Porzingis. Yes, I think the Zinger needs a year to recover. Stops. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I think the Blazers could be in for fall. You do. I mean, I just think that the 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 Mavs are going to be good. I don't think I don't think Sacramento is going to be as good as the Mavericks. And have you seen their big man play in Portland? The guy that was injured throughout the entire playoffs. Yeah, he's amazing. They're good. I mean, he will be. He makes a huge difference. Uh, he started over um, 
Fuck, now I'm drawing blanks on names. But anyways, he started in uh, Denver over uh, the Joker for a while there before they traded him. So anyhow, he's yeah. a good player. All right, we'll call the hotline, 800-392-6344. A good Hopefully question, we though, answered man. that. Hopefully. I don't know. You know what we should do next time? Listen to it beforehand and come up with our picks so we have to do that on the, off the top of the cusp. We did listen to that. No, no, we just weren't do listening. it prior to the episode. We listened to it before the episode. Oh, you did that? You actually yeah, it plays it for you. Oh, good. Right before we start. It's, so it's my fault. There you go. I'm not mad at you. Hey. All right, that's it. Uh, high and tight, or tight and high, tight and high, tight and high, coming Wednesday. Um, some more backdoor cover on Friday, probably. Was that Tourette's? What happened to you there? Tight and high, tight and high, tight and high. Yeah. Uh, you okay? That's it. Call 800-392-6344. Hopefully think... some crazy shit will go down at media days. That'll That's always fun to talk about. Did women's soccer break you? I'm I'm in a bad place. You're rattled, boy. Follow me at Michael Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R on Twitter and Instagram. Micah TX on Snapchat, even though I haven't posted in a week. Uh, Brad, where can the people follow you? Bradley B. Key on Instagram. Bradley Key on Twitter. Follow us on The Buttercut Podcast on Instagram. And please, please, please subscribe, rate, review, share with your friends The Buttercut. That's we right. Need Check you. out The Buttercut. We need you. Let's Everybody unite. Let's go. Get that Buttercut in your life. Follow us at Backdoor Cover Podcast on Instagram and then at The Buttercut on Instagram. That's right. The Buttercut Podcast. Subscribe to Buttercut. The Buttercut. Please. Be big of you. All right. That's it. That's it. It's been a production of MWBK Creative and Sales. We'll be back later this week. Subscribe to The Buttercut. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.